Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pazbergia, your host, and today we have Amy Sting, who is going to be talking about understanding how our body works and how we can work with it instead of against it. She is a herbalist, an energy, a medicine educator, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator, and she's here to give it all. So I'll let you get right to it. Thanks, Raquel. I'm happy to be here. So I thought today that we would talk about how our behaviors, our patterns basically designed by our body to keep us safe, right? So a lot of times we struggle with making changes to habits or trying to break behaviors or patterns and we then wind up giving up, right? So the idea that people, if you can understand how your body works, you can work with it rather than against it, right? So Bruce Lipton talked about this in his book, Beyond Belief, Biology Beyond Belief, in that we all have these beliefs that we inherit that are not our own, right? So either they were inherited from culture, society, our parents pass it down. And these are belief systems that are formed before age seven. So we don't even understand that they're not our beliefs and we take them with us throughout our whole lives. And so they affect how we interact with the world. We, they affect how we're triggered by certain incidents or certain people, certain interactions that we have, right? It all goes back to this unconscious belief system. So when I work with people, I let them understand that this, this exists. It's something that is there. It's something we don't even realize consciously that is happening. And so when we walk around the world and we're triggered by these experiences or other people, it's important to understand that the reason this is happening is because these belief systems may no longer resonate with you, right? So it can be something that you can question. You can be a little curious about like, hey, this is how I always thought this was happening, but it doesn't feel right to me anymore. It doesn't feel like this actually aligns with what I believe or how I'm living my life. And it's something that can be changed. It's not something that's set in stone. You can change your belief systems, right? But the beauty in that is you need to understand how they came to be. And that, again, it was something that was passed on to you. It wasn't something that you created yourself. And so we also, the body, we're not taught this, but the body is designed to heal. And it will allow healing to occur if you let it happen. And so in our society, we're not taught to do that. So we're not taught to feel our feelings or our sensations. We're taught to just push them down. They're uncomfortable, right? We can't see them. So they're not real. They don't exist. But by doing this, you create more imbalance and suck energy in the body, which then leads to disease and also can lead to chronic illness, chronic pain. It also just leads to like, like a, dissonance, a dissonance of like, you don't feel like something, you know, doesn't, doesn't relate to you anymore, right? Like this belief doesn't feel right to me, but I'm, I'm, this is what I've been told to believe. So it comes up and that it makes it uncomfortable. And so when people want to break these habits or behaviors, it's really hard to do that, right? Like it's hard to break a habit. It's hard to break a behavior. And people will tell you there's formulas. It's 30 days. It's 60 days. It's 90 days, right? And then you might do that and it still doesn't work. And that's also because the body is designed to keep you safe. And so as children, even if you did not have an adverse childhood, right? If you had a good childhood, you had loving parents, all of your needs were never met. It's unpractical. It's not realistic to think that your, your needs were always met because your, your parents are humans, right? Like they're not perfect. They're humans just like you and I. And so they did the best that they could. And there is no way that they could meet all of your needs 100% of the time, 24-7. It's just, it's not logical. And so when we have these needs, we reach for something and we're not met. 
a wound is formed, right? On all levels of the body, emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, energetic. And we don't realize that, right? So like as children, as babies, we don't understand this. And so when this wound is formed, in order for the body to keep you safe, it forms a protector. And again, we all have these protectors. No one is immune to it. Like everybody has it. And there's so many of them. You could be the victim. You could be the blamer. You could be the addict. You could be the person who turns to food, to turn to social media, turns to drugs and alcohol, right? To deal with what is affecting you negatively in the world. You could numb out. You could choose to be aggressive. You could be the person that's codependent. You know, there's so many of them. Yes. And we all have aspects of them. You don't get out of life without it. Like, no, no one gets away from having to deal with this, right? But the thing is, so these protectors are designed to keep you safe. And that's what happens in childhood. So you get your need is not met. A wound is formed, a protector forms, right? So you become a control freak. You can become an aggressor. And the issue is that these behaviors are unconscious behaviors that, again, will stay with you until you actually examine them and, and and see that maybe they're not helpful anymore. And that's the thing is that as we grow up and become adults or grown up children, and we're still dealing with all this stuff from our childhood, the body doesn't understand the difference in time and place. So it's like, oh, I'm still five, but you're 40, right? But it's still going to interact with the world as if you're five years old. So you're going to be a victim. You're going to blame people. You're going to act out and aggress. And so these protectors then keep us stuck. They keep us stuck in these behaviors. They keep us stuck in maybe in chronic disease and illness, right? That we can't break these patterns and it's really frustrating. And it you're like, why is this not working? Right? Yeah. Like you get down on yourself then. And then we're boggled down with expectations and judgments of I'm bad. I did something wrong. I'm not good enough. I'm not trying hard enough. And that's not actually the case. It's that the body, again, is just trying to keep you safe. Like it just wants you to live. Like that's all it wants you to do is to survive, right? And it's always trying to bring you back into balance. But because we're not taught in our society what that means, what that looks like, and we're so disconnected from the body, we live all in the mind. So I'm here to remind you that the mind is just simply part of the body. Okay, like let that sit in for a minute. Like it's just simply part of the body. The real intelligence actually lies in the body. And when we let the body do what it was designed to do, we're able to then be aware of when these patterns come up and yeah. be curious about it rather than having judgment or expectation. So when something comes up, rather than immediately having that unconscious reaction, if you can stop and have awareness and say, well, why is this happening? Like, I'm not, I'm not five anymore. I'm 40. So I don't need to have the same interaction. I don't have to have the same reaction. I don't need to, I'm not looking at it in the same way. And then understand why the body is doing it and be curious about what could be right about this. I'm not getting. So Dr. Kim Jaramo is an energy medicine practitioner who talks about this. And I've, I've been working with her for years and she'll say, rather than assigning a judgment, sit in curiosity, right? And to try to reframe it, a new perspective. And so this idea of something could be different, right? Is, is bad in our society. Like you don't want to be different. Being different is bad, but there's a fine, there's a fine line between what different and making a difference. So I'm here to make a difference, right? I'm here to let you know that it's okay to be curious. It's okay 
to be comfortable with change. It's okay to have the courage to make the change. It's okay to question your belief system. It's okay to choose what's best for you. And that may be different from what you were raised with. It doesn't make it bad. It just makes it different, right? So different isn't a bad thing. It's just something something else. And so being open to that and being curious about how how does that how can that look differently in my life right like how can i work with my body rather than against it understanding that the body is designed to heal the body is designed to keep me safe how can i work with these these unconscious beliefs these unconscious protectors in order to make the changes i would like to see and so my suggestion is always small steps right so we don't want to overwhelm the system we don't want to do too many things at once because the system will this body will say, nope, that's scary. We're going to die. We can't make that change. So instead, if you make small changes, it's less scary. It's less overwhelming to the system. So I have an ebook as a free gift that, you know, you, the readers and the listeners can take a look at that says, what are five simple things I can do in my day-to-day life that will help bring me back to awareness? will help bring me back to the present moment because really the present moment is all that we have. And because the body doesn't understand the difference in time, but logically we can understand it. Like I'm not five anymore. I'm 40. Right. So it's having that awareness. It's having that curiosity to be open to what may come through and, and to be open to, to having the change to making a difference and to being different. Yes. No, I think that, um, really you're putting out a, a perspective that's very important that we shouldn't always just try to fit in the mold that society has tried to provide for us. And everybody has to have their uniqueness. They have to have their own sort of life's purpose. They have their own um, things that they need to communicate. So it's very important to just sort of find ourselves, find who we are to, and not let all of these um, expectations from society, expectations from our parents, from family, friends, everybody around us, um, we're always sometimes trying to meet their expectations rather than trying to find ourselves and who we truly are, what we truly believe. And so, yeah, I really do think that at the end of the day, there's, we have to look in ourselves and I'm just curious, how do you think we can find those sort of beliefs that are match with us rather than with everybody around us? So for me, uh, breathwork did that for me. So before I was using breathwork to escape from my body, right. To escape the pain, to escape what I didn't want to feel. But when I realized that it's actually safe to be in my body again, which took me a really long time, like I'm not going to lie. It took me 37 years to remember that. And that the body will speak to you, right. It will give you messages and little nudges to let you know you're on the right path, right? So it's being open to that because in our society, we're taught not to trust that because it's not real. You can't see it, right? It doesn't exist, but it actually does exist. Like there are euphemisms that go back, you know, follow your gut instinct, trust your gut. Like there's a reason that these sayings are around because this is something that was common for people in the past. They trusted their gut. They trusted their intuition. They understood there was something bigger than them, right? So they asked for help from something bigger than them. They knew they couldn't do it all. And so we've gotten away from that and we just trust technology. But technology is a blessing and a curse and it keeps you disconnected from your body as a whole. So for me, breathwork is what brought me back to all parts of my body, the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it let my mind rest. 
rest because the mind is not supposed to be going 24 seven constantly. It needs breaks. And that's why people feel overwhelmed. And there you have a lot of anxiety and depression because they're along with constantly looking outside of themselves for the answer and having these pressures of the expectations of the judgments from other people, they've, they've ignored that inner knowing yeah. of their intuition of that inner voice. So it's a way for, I teach it as a way to reconnect your intuition as a way to get back to what is best for you. Right. Cause I can't tell you what's best for you. Exactly. And I shouldn't tell you what's best for you because how dare I do that? You know, what's best for you, but we've been taught to look outside of ourselves. So mm -hmm. for me, breath work is the way that I found my connection to intuition again. And that's how I work with clients to get back into their touch with intuition along with mother nature because the, the connection with mother nature, she has an innate intelligence that exists with her as much as we have it that exists within us. So by working with mother nature and respecting her cycles and, and seeing that she's something bigger that exists outside of us, right? That we have no control over, even though we try to control her as much as we can, you can't. Yes. She works, she, you know, she goes to her own tune. And so by doing that, it's a way to then reconnect back to your own inner knowing. Great. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for being here. I mean, I think I definitely learned something that we really need to start looking within ourselves, that it's something that people need to really settle in and understand that it's not something that we should just leave behind. We really need to focus on ourselves sometimes. So um, thank you so much for being here. And um, to our listeners, I'll see you next time.